Welcome to A Flame for Christ, homilies to set your heart on fire with love for Jesus Christ. My name is Father Joseph Gill, priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you've joined us on this second Sunday of Ordinary Time. So to prepare for this homily, I went grocery shopping. You know, it's amazing the wide variety of philosophies that you can see on display at your local Big Y shopping store. In the parking lot, for example, I saw an Amazon delivery vehicle emblazoned with the words, Caution! Contents may cause happiness! Really? Opening one of those cardboard boxes and getting out the item is going to fulfill the deep longing of my heart? Certainly when I look at that driver, he didn't seem all that happy. So then, you know, you go in the store and you walk down the potato chip aisle and everywhere all you see is, Satisfy your cravings! As if our physical desires should be indulged whenever they pop up. And then, of course, you go to checkout, and right there in the checkout line is a copy of People Magazine, which really should be called Rich People Magazine, since no mere mortals ever get on those pages. And it touts that fame and fortune are all that's worth pursuing. Or maybe I'm just kind of reading too much into my shopping list. I don't know. But I think it's important to recognize that as we go through our daily life, there's a lot of voices that we hear. Voices from the media, from advertisers, TikTok, the neighborhood rumor mill, our spouse's expectation, our kids' demands. Every single day we are bombarded left and right with often contradictory, confusing, and chaotic messages. But Christ offers us a better, a clearer way. Can you hear his voice of truth? And do you recognize it as his voice? You know, in today's first reading, Samuel did not recognize that it was the voice of the Lord speaking to him. He wasn't experienced enough to hear the voice of God. But Andrew and Peter did, when they encountered the man Jesus and simply heard his simple invitation, come and see, they recognized that this was God calling them. This was the Messiah, the longed for one of Israel. You know, in a world of conflicting messages, can you discern the voice of God amidst it all? I mean, the world says, live your truth. But Christ says, I am the truth. The world says, do whatever makes you happy. But Christ says, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross. The world says, do what feels good. But Christ instructs us, no, make of your bodies living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to the Lord. The world tells us, look out for number one. But Christ responds, whatever you do for the least of your brothers, you do for me. The world says, whoever dies with the most toys wins. But Christ says, if you wish to be perfect, go sell what you have, give to the poor, and come follow me. How do we hear the voice of God as we're so bombarded every single day with alternate messages from every other source? Well, St. Paul instructs us, he says, Be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may know what is the will of God, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. So really, it is a battle of the mind and of one's worldview. So how do we form a Christian worldview? Well, we listen to the voice of God in silence by spending time with him daily prayer. We listen to the voice of God in his word that he's spoken to us in the scriptures, which should be open for every Christian every day. We listen to him at mass here where his word is proclaimed. And, you know, we listen to him in the teachings of his body, the church. We study what the church fathers and the popes and the saints have said and written. Ultimately, if we're spending more time on Instagram than with the Lord and his words, then we're going to have the voices of the world shouting and screaming at us, while the voice of God is only just a tiny whisper. But, you know, in being transformed by his words, the world itself is transformed. One of my favorite saints is Blessed Frederick Ozanam. He was a Frenchman from the 19th century who first listened to the voices of the world, then the voices of his own pride, and then finally the voice of Christ coming from a very unlikely source. So as a young man, 
he was very infected by the anti-Catholicism that was still residual in France due to the French Revolution. And for a while, he turned his back on the church and began to read a number of anti-Catholic writers. That was what was forming his worldview. But after listening to their voices for quite some time, he was very blessed to have a teacher who was a devout Catholic who brought him back and showed him the truth of the Catholic faith. But once returning to the sacraments, Frederick kind of became so on fire with the desire to defend the faith, mainly to puff up his own pride. And so when he was in law school, he used to organize religious debates among the students, really just so that he could show off his knowledge of Christ and Catholicism. He'd usually win the debates, but at one certain debate, an opponent shouted at him, You know, your church may be true, but what is it doing for the poor right now? Show us your good works, and then we'll believe you. Frederick heard this as the voice of God coming from a very unlikely source, from an opponent at a debate. And he gathered seven friends together, and he said, you know what, we have to do something about this. They're right. We may have the truth, but are we putting that truth into practice? And so these seven friends in him began to visit the poor of Paris, bringing food and and firewood and medicine to the poor on a regular basis. You know, pretty soon others heard about this charitable work, and they began to do so themselves, and they called themselves the St. Vincent de Paul Society, which still flourishes in the Catholic Church today, providing charity to the poor. You know, his spiritual director wanted him to become a priest, but Frederick knew the voice of God by that time, and he knew God was calling him to marriage, so he got married and had a daughter, and he still continued his good work with the poor. It's kind of a funny story. His spiritual director was complaining to the Pope that he's like, oh, you know, I can't believe that Frederick had fallen into the trap of marriage. And the Pope replied, you know, I thought our Savior established seven sacraments, not six sacraments in a trap. And, you know, at the time of Frederick's death, there were over 2,000 members of the St. Vincent de Paul Society. And today, that society numbers over 800,000 Catholics who serve the poor through their local St. Vincent de Paul Society. Blessed Frederick Ozenam had to cut through the lies of this world. First, the atheistic lies of the French Revolution, then the lies of his own pride. And finally, he listened to the voice of God coming from a rather unlikely source, from an opponent in a debate. But this is what he heard as his mission in life. My friends, as you go through your week, I just want to encourage you to pay attention to what voices you are listening to. Which messages are you receiving from the world, the flesh, and the evil one? And counter those messages with the truth of the Lord, which we encounter in his word and through our daily prayer.